begin. Yes. Good job, Angela. You're right on time. Welcome, everybody. Supreme Being, another episode. And I wanted to first and foremost introduce this with a quick announcement. If you guys need anything real estate worldwide, we can help you personally or take care of you by sending you to the right people. Go to teambcsold.com and contact us. Number two, Modern Success. Shout out to all the newest members. We had three new members join today. Uh, if you're interested in joining, go to the link in my Instagram bio or you can go to my website, Brian Casella, and it's on the front page. Number three, and this is an announcement because it's one month away exactly, the summit that we're doing, the WGRsummit.com. Make sure you guys go if you're a real estate agent and get your ticket. We will be uh, doing our first big, huge event in Dallas. It's going to be amazing, and we're expecting a good four to 500 people. Okay. Lastly, the new opportunity you have to uh, team up with Team BC. Go to partnerwithteambc.com to find out more about that if you're interested in uh, joining up with me and my squad. Okay. So let's begin. Uh, Kevin, who's a new member of Modern Success, brought something up today, and he said he had a huge customer complaint, and all good, because Modern Success helped him manage it, okay? I want to talk about that situation, because it's huge, okay? A lot of people, when I say that, somebody complained, a customer complained, the immediate reaction they have is negative. When I hear that, my mind says opportunity, opportunity. You know why? When somebody approaches me, when somebody I'm dealing with as a customer, a regular, sometimes I'll enter a social interaction and people are having a dispute or they're going back and forth. If I'm the person who diffuses that situation, if I'm the person that allows somebody to vent and feel better, if I'm the solution to that complaint or I lead to the solution to that complaint, I am now extremely valuable to that person. Okay. That's, that's where my mind starts thinking differently than other people. So for example, uh, in the sales world, a lot of people will call go door to door, uh, go business to business. And a lot of times some of the customers are irate. They catch them in the middle of something. The person complains, blah, blah, blah. Me, I don't get thrown off. I'm like, this is a fucking opportunity because 99% of people right now are going to run away or get into apologize mode and become all weak and beta and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And it's just the customer going through something in most cases. If you guys didn't know that, right? When you come across somebody who is upset, they're complaining. A lot of times they're just having a shitty day or there's some reason that causes it. It's not directly projected at you. You just happen to be the person in that moment who caught that emotional outburst. And a lot of times those people, because they have no other outlet to release their emotions, such as having conversations with people, meditation, physical activity, they have to lash out at some point. And some people bottle it up forever. Maybe you're one of those, right? A lot of people are like that. They bottle shit up and then one day, boom, they explode and they just go off on people. Okay. And we've all been through that at some point, whether we witnessed it or we ourselves went through it. So with that said, the first thing to help you with that, to begin to adopt this mindset is it's not personal. You go door to door and they tell you to go fuck yourself. It's not personal, man. That go fuck yourself was going to come out to anybody, whether it was you, even if it was fucking Obama that knocked on their door, they probably still would have said it. Maybe they would have been a little bit more respectful, but they still would have said, Hey, get the hell out of here. And then maybe they would have recognized them after a couple seconds and then been like, oh shit, my bad, you're the president or the ex-president, right? But the initial unconscious, this is the key, unconscious reaction would have been to lash out. Then they would have fixed it. So whenever I come into an interaction with somebody, especially this is for the salespeople, the initial response you get 99% of the time is some motor unconscious response. So whether it's positive or negative, this is the key. This is the key. You need to write this down. Whether it's positive or negative, I don't take it personally or serious. 
I just move forward. My objective is to continue the interaction, and that's what I do. So whether they complain, whether they yell, whether they uh, are greet me with open arms, I'm okay with either one. The question is, are you? Are you okay with either one? Or is it, well, when I call, they have to be nice and they have to be receptive and they have to call me by my first name and thank me for calling before I talk to them. Some people, without realizing it, have ridiculous standards like that. You're dealing with another human being who lives in a different world mentally. We all mentally live in a different world. We're all here together. But mentally, our experience is all different, every single one of us. Okay? Now, if you don't understand what I'm saying, think about it. If, if one of you was sitting next to me right now, we would both be experiencing the same moment differently, even though technically it's the same fucking moment. People need to understand this. That understanding allows you now to get out of your head and view that other person as somebody living in a different world. So when they attack, lash out, or whatever it is, how could I be mad at them? In their own world in that moment, what they're doing makes sense. So how can I say, you're wrong? Like fucking, uh, what would, uh, it always reminds me of the debates with Trump. You're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> so how could I be mad at them? So already I have a different perspective that allows me, that allows me to now be in that situation and not be offended and be cool, calm, and collected. Because many of you are not going to be able to sell or influence unless you're cool, calm, and collected in your mind. Okay? I love this man who told you this. This is observation and learning and life experience, CX. So the first thing, right, if you want to understand what I said at the very beginning of the podcast is I understand that in their own world, that makes sense. They're their own person. So anything they say to me, I can't take personally, okay? That gives you a different perspective, okay? The second thing is good or bad, good or bad are equal, okay? Now this goes back to a lot of people in life wanting to only experience one thing. Like everybody wants to be happy, but they never want to be sad, okay? Everybody wants to have a lot of energy, but they never want to be exhausted or tired, okay? Everybody wants to um, feel like they're a part of a group, but no one's ever willing to even be lonely for a second and they never want to be lonely and they avoid it, okay? We live in a universe of dualities. You're going to have both. It's one of the seven laws of alchemy, which I got the symbols tatted right here, okay? So when it comes to that, I need to understand the very fact that I can even experience, for example, happiness or elation, some sort of positive like, ah, by virtue of that, the opposite has to exist because I have that reference. I know when I feel bad, I know when I feel good, okay? So now when I, when I talk to the customer, I understand that them being receptive or non-receptive is a possibility. Now, you don't look at those two opposites and polarities leaning towards one and hugging it and pushing the other one away. This is what causes people to suffer, by the way. This is very basic, basic teaching, okay? You need to look at both sides of the coin and say, both of these exist and I'm okay. So now when I look at the situation of the customer with that teaching in mind, I can look at the customer and say, okay, whether this guy or this person, this individual is open to me talking to them and displays that, or they display the opposite, I'm still gonna proceed with the sale and the tactic that I had in mind. Because it's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Okay? Now, the third thing is, what's behind what you're doing? You're going to interact with a customer. You're going to interact with the person. What strategy are you using? Okay? Some, something that I hear a lot 
that, that makes no sense that you guys need to be able to logically break down in your mind. You're told in sales a lot. And just when you meet people, oh, oh, just be yourself. What the fuck does that even mean? Be yourself. A lot of people, most people don't even know who they are. If somebody told me that, I would ask them, do you know who you are? And, and some people will uh, unknowingly go, well, yeah, of course I know myself. Okay, go, go, just go talk to that stranger and just say, hey, I'm being myself and be yourself and see how they respond. 99% of people are going to reject you. Well, unless maybe you're a beautiful woman, then yeah, everyone's going to want to talk to you, especially guys, because that's who we want to talk to, right? So there has to be strategy. I, I saw a question, I don't know who wrote it, and I'll answer it right now, about objections. How'd you get good at objections, right? How did you get good at objections? Strategy, strategy. And what does strategy imply? That you're going to learn a technique and practice it and refine it over and over, period. That's how you do it. There's no other way. Imagine if I came into sales or doing what I'm doing and said, fuck learning. No, because that's literally what they're telling you. Don't learn. Just, just, just be you. What does that even mean? Most people are so fucked up in the head. They can't even be themselves. How many people are showing up every day saying, man, I wish I, I could just be myself around people and talk and be social, but I'm always scared. Okay. They're not being themselves. So the same advice that's given is a fucking trap for people. It requires learning and development to be yourself. I'm more myself now than I ever was. And this is how you know. This is how you know. Okay? This is how you know. Have you noticed that around certain people, especially people that you know and that you're comfortable with, you act a certain way, and then you're a different person with strangers? That's two different versions of you. So which one is yourself? Well, everyone's going to lean towards the one that you're more comfortable with, right? The people that you're more comfortable with. Okay. So if you're already doing both of those, then you're not being yourself because there's already two versions of you. And I'm sure you have different versions of you for everybody. Okay. So, you know, when, when I look at this from that perspective, it becomes very easy for me to say, well, yeah, you need techniques. If you're going to sell or talk to people, techniques, everything I do is a fucking technique. It's just, it's done so well that it seems natural. You know how many comments I get? Oh man, you're a great speaker. You must've been born that way. Fuck no, I wasn't. This has been years and years of dedication and fucking hard work. Oh man, how do you handle objections so well? Well, now I'm off the script, but I mastered those same fucking scripts that you guys are reading and those lines. And I could literally say them in my fucking sleep. That's how I got good. Then from there, you morph into your own style and you can in quotes, be yourself. But in the beginning, especially you need fundamentals and techniques everywhere we look it's that way if i'm like i'm gonna learn how to play the piano pretty soon right i bought it i've messed around with it but i'm actually gonna get an instructor there's a basic level that i need to learn and foundation of technique and skill before i can ever just freely play it and and, and go whatever they call it right when you just go off and kind of freestyle right if i go learn basketball same thing i had to learn a basic fundamental technique and all the stuff and drill that over and over before I developed into my own style. Same thing with boxing. I had to learn the jab, the straight, the hooks, body punches, the footwork and all that. And I'm still learning. I'm not even, I'm kind of morphing into my own style now in boxing after about a year, but I'm still learning the fundamentals. I'm still not at that level yet to be myself while I fight. So no matter which way we look at it, we come back to the same conclusion. 
fucking star. Anyways, so when you look at it that way, it now becomes easier for you to say, okay, well, if I want to be myself and be natural, all I need to do is learn these techniques, master them. Then when I deliver them the right way, they seem natural. Okay. I, I could, and it, a lot of people don't know. Okay. But to my closer students, they know because I point out specific situations, specific situations where I've used certain techniques, maybe in a YouTube video or a speech. And I have them watch it. I say, spot that technique. And a lot of times they can't even spot it while they're looking for it because it's done that smooth. And then I pause it and say, it was here to here. Look. And they're like, oh shit. Yeah, that's right. I've had students in person. And as I'm speaking to them, I'll pause. That was a technique. Pause. That was a technique over and over and over. And they don't even know because it's coming out and flowing so naturally. But me being myself now and doing that has taken years and years and hours and hours and hours and hours of drilling and practicing and drilling and practicing and drilling. That's how you get to that level. Then with that develops the, the different way of thinking, which then allows me, like I said, in the very beginning to look at a customer complaint and not freak out and say, this is great. This is an opportunity. This is where we demonstrate who we are. Cause think about it as a business owner, if everything goes good, how can you really demonstrate how good you are? It's when shit isn't going good and stuff doesn't go your way and you still get the result. That's what demonstrates your mastery and your skill and your ability in this business. That's why I love, I absolutely love, okay? Not in the sense that I want it all the time, but I love when a real estate transaction, for example, doesn't go well. So I can show the client what I can do and how fucking good we are and how meticulous we are with our customer service and our experience. And a lot of times bad shit happens and they don't even find out. We just handle it and we tell them after. By the way, how was the experience? It was smooth as shit, huh? Well, we didn't tell you, but boom, 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 boom. All this shit happened, but we took care of it for you. Don't worry. And we didn't tell you because we knew we could handle it, number one. And two, we knew it would affect this beautiful experience that you just said you had. So congratulations. And they're like, oh my God. So I don't have the opportunity to demonstrate how good I am until shit goes wrong. Why do we always admire the person who tells the story that went through a bunch of shit to become successful? Because if they just went up there and said, well, mommy and daddy gave me money. I started this business and now I'm rich. Everyone's like, boo. But then we'll watch over and over these interviews of these guys are like, man, I struggled. I was broke. I was out on the street. And that's all the memes and inspiration that's out there. Why? Because the bad times is what allows you to demonstrate who you are and what you're made of, period. That's why we continuously go back to those stories over and over and over. And we listen to them. We're like, God damn, that's inspiring. Or that was cool. Or, damn, look how strong that person is. Because they were put in a position where they could demonstrate their level of toughness, their level of fearlessness, their level of ruthlessness, their level of skills, whatever it is in particular that we're looking for in that moment. But you have to be put. That's why I always tell people you have to now take those steps and do those things that require for you to be pushed up against the wall and the pressure put on you. How else? You could drill with me every day your skills. You need that one customer that just drills the shit out of you to see when the going gets tough, are you gonna step up and deliver those lines like you've been practicing? You need those moments. This is why I look forward to them. Just like we said earlier, I don't resist that shit. I'm like, fucking bring it right now so I can show who I am. Bring it right now. Oh, you got me, you brought me one, bring me five more, let's go. Because when that attitude switches, really does, and you welcome it, guess what? You, you get challenged a lot less, okay? Why do you think in the nature shows, the little deer, 
that's trying to hide behind its mom when the lion shows up that's the one that gets fucking eaten and then the ones that are in the lion's fucking face jumping up and down and saying come and get me he doesn't go after those they're stepping up to the challenge and saying come after me motherfucker let's see if you can get me and the lion's not even looking at him he's looking past looking for the weak ones that's what the universe does to you all the time if you're trying to hide your weakness, it will be found out and it will be revealed. Or what's the, what's the common theme right now on social media? Exposed, right? Your weakness got exposed and all that stupid shit they fucking write on social media, right? You cannot hide it. You know why? Because you can't hide from you. You can bullshit me. You can bullshit everybody on Instagram. You can bullshit your parents and everybody else, but you got to sleep with you. And I can tell you right now, I'm fucking happy with myself, very happy with myself and very satisfied with what I do, how I show up, what my attitude is and everything else. And it keeps getting better. But years ago, I wasn't, but I had to fix that shit. So I invited all the, all the hard times. I invited the challenges and I said, okay, I'm going to jump into real estate with no fucking connections, no money, no experience with everybody telling me I'm fucking crazy for doing it. And I'm going to make this shit happen. Watch me. Oh, you think I'm going to fail? Come back in a year, motherfucker, and, and, and come see where I'm at. And every day I had that shit on my mind. Let's go, let's go. Now there was more to it than just proving other people wrong. Let's get this straight. But that was one of those sparks that lit a fire under my ass. This is what allowed me to voraciously read and learn and study and invest a lot of money into myself and help me create what I've created up until this point. So if we take a step back to be yourself, man, all of this money that I've invested, all these books that I read and everything that I've done has allowed me to become myself. I'm myself more now than ever. And I'm becoming me more as time goes on, which is great. You see this version of me with tattoos? I've wanted this shit since I was fucking 19. But up until now, I wasn't ready to get them. I wasn't that free yet. I wasn't that me yet. That's the difference. But I willingly put myself in those positions all the time now. So now listen to everything I just said and let's go back to the first example of a customer complained. How does it affect you now versus that sentence fucking 20 minutes ago when I started? I'm sure it seems this puny now, right? Versus in the beginning, it might've been, oh my God, a customer complained, my fucking world is over, oh my God. Which is how we can wrap up the podcast. Why do we allow the littlest fucking things to fuck with us like that? Really? A customer complaint? You getting a flat tire? Something, quote, an accident happening? It ruins your life now? How many people have you guys heard that tell you a story of something that happened six months ago or a year ago or five years ago that ruined their fucking life? Oh, man, you won't believe it. Last year, this guy fucking cut me off in traffic and he rear-ended me and it just it ruined my life. My life's never been the same. What? Oh man, this guy came in, this customer came in and complained and it just fucked my day up. Really? So you let an emotional outburst of another person who's a complete stranger ruin your day? How fucking weak are you? How much of a bitch are you that you let that happen? You're a pussy. Straight up. See, but nobody's coming around and talking like me because it's wrong. Everyone's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. That person's just a jerk. And then everyone runs around like that's okay. And then that person who runs around is miserable, but it's okay, right? Because everybody accepts this mediocre fucking pathetic uh, version. And then the day shows up where I show up 
and the person complains, I'm like, okay, sir, we'll take care of you. But, uh, you know, I would ask that you're respectful and that you don't talk to us like that. And then if he outbursts again, okay, leave, get out of here. I'll do that to a fucking customer. I have, I've taken the phone from people on my team before getting bitched out by a customer. And I said, who the fuck do you think you are calling them and complaining like this? Don't you ever disrespect me or anybody on my team. If you're going to talk to us, you talk to us like adults and we'll have a conversation like two human beings. Okay. And very quickly they stop and they apologize. Oh, well you can't say that it's a customer. Who the fuck told you that? Yeah. Let me just let a customer come into my office, piss and shit everywhere, slap everybody in the face and walk out. But Hey, it's a customer. They can do whatever they want. Right? You see how this weak, pathetic fucking agenda was pushed on everybody and we buy it. Now, in my mind, even though I was fed that when I was younger, I knew something was off about that. I said, fuck this, man. You mean I have to sit here and take this bullshit from this person? It already started when I was younger, when I went to military school. I was 14. If you didn't know, I went to military school. And I remember showing up the first day and just having some asshole who took his fucking job way too serious, getting in my face, spitting in my face, yelling at me. And I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. And by the end of that year, because when you got in trouble at my military school, they make you do push-ups. I could do literally, I think it was in 120 seconds, two minutes. I, could, I did like 108 push-ups. I could do almost 120 in two minutes, right? Because I, I was getting in trouble so much. But even back then when I was 14 and didn't really know much or better or anything about being a man, I still stood up for myself. And even though it got me in trouble, I was okay with that. You know why? Because they fuck with me less than everybody else. The ones who were weak, they fucked with even more. And I got my ass kicked. I went through all the hazing and getting jumped by the fucking officials and all that. Everybody went through that. But guess what? I went through it less. And at the end of the whole shit, they respected me a lot more than they did the other people because I fucking stood up for myself. And I didn't just take their fucking shit. And I was a kid. I wasn't some fucking tough kid trying to beat up everybody. I just said, man, this is bullshit. Because you know inside when something's happening, if it's wrong, or that you should do something, you get the feeling like, damn, I should do this. I should say something. The difference is while you're having that thought, I say it. That's the difference. What is it going to take for you to finally act on the thought in that moment when you know it's the right fucking thing to do? Not some sick fucking twisted thought. No, no. When it's the right moment to do the right thing, that's the thought. Human intuition. We know. You walk into a room, maybe there's a robbery going on and you fucking feel it because something seems off, but you're like, Oh, I don't want to get involved. So instead of calling the cops or helping you fucking walk away. This is what I'm talking about. Yep. The customer is not always right. Brings me memories. Of course they're not right. Oh, well this is bullshit. I demand that you give me this product for free because I'm upset. Okay. Yeah. The customer's right. Here you go. Just take it for free. Like what the fuck? Like that's a ridiculous example, but shit like that happens. So I know I have a, I mean, I could go on all day about this shit, but I have another uh, call and some other stuff to do. So I'll open it up five or 10 minutes of Q and A if you guys have any questions and then we'll, we'll keep it going. By the way, as I said, I've marked every podcast on uh, iTunes and Spotify and all that. This is an explicit 18 plus podcast. I know some of you have kids, you know how big my mouth is. So please leave the kids in bed, leave them in another room or tell them the earmuffs. Shout out to uh, Will Ferrell and old school earmuffs.
if you want success as being a realtor in a new state, you're fine. The same stuff that I teach, uh, Robert Brown, that you're asking, you just apply it in your new market. That's it. There's no special thing to do. I could have moved to a new fucking town or city and done the same thing, and I still would be successful, I guarantee you. The only thing is you're going to have to build up your sphere of influence of people that you know. But most people, when they start and they're new, they don't have a sphere of influence, so you're basically in the same boat. The answer, the real question here, Robert, is this. Are you going to mentally fuck yourself and say, I'm screwed, I'm new, and I'm in a new city? You know what I mean? Or am I going to go in there and say, I can do this? That's going to be the main determining factor. Any more info on the podcast going on YouTube? Is it going to be just a video from Zoom or audio? Yeah, it'll be the video, uh, Kevin. It's just going to be these videos uploaded. That's why I'm trying to make the audio quality at least pretty decent. And I'm trying to keep my mouth next to the fucking mic so it sounds good. Because I know everybody complains. Well, not everybody, but some people. Orlando. Yeah, if you guys are in Orlando, let me know. I might do a meetup. Well, I'm going to do two. I'm going to do one for my close students, and then I might do just an open meetup where anybody can come. Fundamental techniques of real estate. Uh, a lot of that stuff is on my YouTube, a realty boss, because you're asking me uh, a lot of stuff, right? What's the fastest? Don't worry about fastest, right? You want to stick to the basics. Schedule, sales skills, and systems. Those are the three things. How do you create such a deep, impactful, powerful, enforcing voice? A lot of uh, study in the voice and a lot of training, ATI. There's a lot of stuff you can find even for free now about developing your voice and making it deeper and all that. I recommend you go find some content and help you with that, right? It's all part of the process of making yourself a better speaker. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. You're welcome. How do I find a mentor in my area? Your best thing now for most of you is to get a mentor online. A lot of us give a lot of content for free that can help you tremendously. Um, or when you join a brokerage, like if you join EXP, you can partner with me and we can help you. Um, other than that, you're going to have to join a company where they can help you. I'm having a hard time getting back on track. I've stopped making calls. That's on you, Isha. Why'd you stop? And I don't want to hear the excuse. You answer it, but you need to get back on it. Do you have any local meetups when you have free time? Uh, well, you're an MS, bro. So if you ever want to stop by the office, you can. Just let me know. The benefits of VXP. Uh, well, if you guys want to find out more, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And I did a video with AJ. And AJ explains a lot of the stuff about the company and then teaming up with us. So if you want to find out about the company, partnerwithteambc.com. That's the best way. So getting back to the question of Isha getting back on track. Only you can cause that. Okay. Everybody's going to fall off. Nobody's perfect, but get back on it. If you're making calls from 9am every morning, what else are you doing? Just make the calls. And if you're not, then in your mind, the priority of making calls has now got demoted and it's lower on the list. Plain and simple. You need to make it a priority again. But yeah, uh, I think within starting this week, we'll probably start uploading some of the episodes to, to YouTube. I'm just trying to get the YouTube channel set up and everything we have. I just need to start uploading to it, you know, and then I already know people can, oh, well, it's not the same quality as Joe Rogan's podcast. That's all the shit I get. But they want me to have some special fancy fucking setup and all that. Uh, yeah, you can, Kevin, you can start applying, but I recommend you go through that link to partner with Team BC because then you can uh, uh, find out all the specifics 
And then you can schedule a call with us to talk a little bit if you have any other questions. How do you manage the fail of the market? Okay, Robert, when, when the market goes down, the top agents take more market share, okay? So what pays the bills then is skills because people still need to buy and sell when the market's down. You can't control the market. Focus on you and your activities and what you're doing. Investing in Detroit, I don't know much about Detroit, Yusuf, so I can't comment on that. I can't, I can't tell you, right? Maybe I will in the future, I don't know. But right now I don't know anything about the Detroit market. So the odds of me investing there are slim to none. What else you guys got? And if any of you wanna support me and you're not on my coaching program or anything, please go to my YouTube and share the videos and like them and comment and see if the algorithm can kick me back into gear, right? YouTube has gone corporate on me and they, they punished me for cussing and being controversial. Are you still doing door knocking? Yes, but not nearly as much as I used to. Have you read Unscripted, the book? Um, no, I don't believe I have, no. I'm trying to think, Unscripted, Unscripted? No, I don't believe I have. And if I did, uh, pff, I read it such a long time ago, I can't remember. How important is adapting? It's the only thing that's constant in life is change. So yes, you need to be able to adapt. And how do you adapt? You recognize the change and you adapt. That's how you adapt, by adapting. You're asking me a question that the answer is already in it, brother. The markets change. People, let's say, suddenly the phone stopped working and we have to door knock. Well, how do you adapt? You door knock. That's how you do it. Yeah, the vlog was cool today. Yeah, man, uh, I think that YouTube video is going to go up not tomorrow, but the next day. And it's sad because there were so many good moments that I missed because I need Jose, our camera guy. He's not with me all the time. So I missed so many good moments because I wasn't recording the whole time because I still feel like an idiot holding a camera like this and vlogging. So I need like a camera person. Uh, let's see. Would you ever hire someone who has no experience in real estate? Every single person I've hired, Robert, was like that. Does dating affect success? Yeah, if you date the wrong people who full-time job trying to do real estate, uh, you're gonna have to start real estate part-time and eventually transition. And you have to create a plan to eventually phase out of your full-time job and get into real estate. But it's gonna take some sacrifice. That's for damn sure. Cool, all right, Kevin, thanks. Thinking of writing a book? I might, I don't know when though. It's not a priority for me to write a book. Will I? Probably. When? Can't say for sure. Maybe I'll answer one or two more questions. What else you guys got? Oh yeah, you guys haven't seen you guys haven't seen my new my new tat. Boom. I want to write one. Yeah, write it, Angela. Get to it. What did I net? I did 123 GCI. I think I netted like 60 something. So I made like half of what I. I made a GCI. But I feel I may struggle. See, you're already making stuff up, Eric. I feel I may struggle. 
That's, that's a fantasy idea. Stick to your schedule and stick to the things that got you those three under contract and you'll be fine. Can you get the new Supra? Fuck no. I'm excited to get my Mark IV Supra back with the mods. Tat of the Supra? I might, dude. Maybe. We'll see. The dragon tattoo is uh, particular to me from meditation. The same dragon that you see is what I've seen many times. So it's symbolic to me. Even the red eyes. Generating leads, prospecting. Prospecting, Vanessa. Utilize social media with video, make cold calls, and um, door knock and do open houses. I thought you sold the Supra. Who told you I sold the Supra, bro? <laughs> I said the Supra. I announced it on Instagram and YouTube. It's off for mods, and same thing with the Lambo. The Lambo's getting new wheels and a wrap. So I think I'll have the Lambo back within a week-ish and the Supra within two or three weeks. I'm selling the Eclipse and I'm selling my truck. Cool. All right, guys, I'll end it here. Thank you for attending. As always, any real estate needs, teambcsold.com. Make sure you check us out and contact us if you need anything real estate worldwide. Number two, modern success. Go to my bio in Instagram to sign up or you can go to briancasella.com and go to the front page. It's my personal coaching and mentorship program with my closest students. Shout out to the three members who joined today. And lastly, if you're interested in partnering up with Team BC, make sure you go to partnerwithteambc.com and get in touch with us and we'll see if it's a good fit for both of us. Okay, that's it for this one. Every Monday and Wednesday, I will not be doing the podcast uh, this Wednesday because I'm going to be traveling, but I will make up for it probably on Friday. Uh, if not, maybe I'll do another extra episode tomorrow and upload it another day. Okay. Thank you guys for being here and we'll see you. Peace.